Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the Biden administration is banning travel from India amid the country's catastrophic COVID wave. The U.S. restricts foreign travelers as India continues to set new records for COVID cases and the country's crematoriums overflow with victims. 100 million Americans fully vaccinated. But the challenge is tonight, as one state tells CBS News, it's not ordering new doses because demand is so low. Plus, for the first time in more than a year, Disneyland reopens. The Vanessa Guillen Report. 21 soldiers and officers knew she was sexually harassed and did nothing about it. The new Army Report tonight, with details about what happened to the 20-year-old specialist who was murdered by a fellow soldier. Deadly stampede. Dozens killed in Israel, including Americans. Human smuggling operation. Over 90 adults packed into a single home in Houston. How police made the discovery and the fears tonight of a COVID cluster. Suicide attack. Dozens killed in Afghanistan, including high school students. Plus, what will happen to the Afghan women when U.S. forces leave? Mystery Illness was a high-powered microwave system weapon used on White House officials. What we're learning tonight. Crying foul. America faces a chicken shortage. Could wings soon be clipped from the menu? And was it fate? CBS's Steve Hartman on how a meeting with a stranger brought comfort to a little girl in her time of grief. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this busy Friday. We're going to begin tonight with breaking news. The Biden administration says it is banning travel to the U.S. from India, with the coronavirus crisis there now spiraling out of control. As we come on the air, new infections in India, which is a key U.S. ally, have reached more than 386,000 in just the past 24 hours. With so many people now sick and with so many variants of COVID-19 circulating there, the CDC recommended the travel ban out of fear that new strains of the virus could make it into the U.S. Tonight's decision comes at the same time the White House is touting success here at home, announcing today that 100 million Americans have now been fully vaccinated. That's about 40 percent of all adults nationwide. But experts worry that getting the rest of Americans vaccinated could be much harder because even though shots are more available than ever, fewer and fewer people are signing up to get them. Since the middle of the month, the number of vaccines given each day nationwide has dropped by nearly 25 percent. Tonight, there's a new website and a text message system that's designed to help you find open appointments in your area. We're going to show you that in just a moment. But first, CBS's Janet Shamlian is going to lead off our coverage from a vaccination site in Arkansas. Good evening, Janet. Nora, good evening to you. The White House says about two and a half million Americans are now getting vaccinated each day like the people behind me here in Little Rock. But tonight, the administration is focused on India, where it is now banning all travel for non-U.S. citizens starting next Tuesday. Tonight, more horrifying scenes from India, which has set another global record for new COVID cases in a single day. The healthcare system at a breaking point. Officials announcing today they're closing vaccination centers in India's largest city as the U.S. sends emergency aid. We have a responsibility as the United States, in particular as it relates to the people that we have partnered with over the years, to to step up when people are in a time of need. It's a far different situation in the U.S., where cases and deaths are declining, but so are vaccinations in places like Arkansas. The vaccine is more readily available, and it's just not seen as maybe such an urgent issue as it was a couple months ago. Arkansas is one of more than 10 states not ordering all available vaccine doses for next week. But only 36 percent of residents have received at least one dose, well below the national total. We have a a good amount of vaccine already in the state, and we felt it was better stewardship to use that vaccine first before ordering additional vaccine. Some pharmacies make home vaccination visits, but it's often not enough. We are going into individual homes, people who are shut in and not able to get out and get the vaccine. Little Rock residents like Zelda Ray. If they did not come to you, would you be able to get a vaccine? No, it's it's hard for me to get um, to walk because I had a stroke. Minutes later. That's it. It didn't hurt. No big deal about it. And I wish everybody would do it. Some say they're anxious about getting vaccinated. A CDC study out today says it was anxiety, not the vaccine, that caused short-term reactions to the Johnson & Johnson shot that were reported earlier this month. As summer approaches, so does normal life. If we can continue at this pace, case rates are coming down, vaccinations going up, then I think uh, July 1 would be a reasonable target. Tomorrow, as many as 50,000 fans will be allowed into Churchill Downs to watch the Kentucky Derby. And Disneyland opened its gates today for the first time in more than a year. Disneyland is everything to us. Everything is all better when you're here. The path to all better, health experts say, starts with a needle and an arm. 
When you hear that vaccinations are slowing down, what do you think? I wish people would get the vaccine so we can go back to life as it was and hopefully have some type of normalcy. The Biden administration has launched a website, vaccines.gov, to help people find a vaccination site near them like this one in Little Rock. They can also text their zip code to get vax. That's V-A-X. Nora. All right, Janet Shamlian, thank you. Tonight, the U.S. Army is releasing a scathing report saying leaders at Fort Hood in Texas ignored complaints of sexual harassment from Vanessa Guillen, the specialist who disappeared last April and was killed by a fellow soldier. More officers are now facing discipline for failing to act. Here's CBS's Maria Vidal. It was the Me Too movement for the military, exposing a pattern of violence and sexual harassment. It's not fair that my sister was murdered the way she was and that she had to be murdered for everyone to realize all these issues. Tonight, new details on the murder of Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen, allegedly at the hands of a fellow soldier and a promise of some accountability. The new report confirms for the first time that Guillen verbally reported that she was sexually harassed on two occasions in 2019, including being asked to participate in a threesome. In both instances, her supervisor failed to report the harassment and other leaders failed to take action. Commanding General Michael Garrett has directed that 13 leaders be relieved of duty or reprimanded as a result of their failures, bringing the total to 21. There was no evidence that Guillen's sexual harassment was by her suspected killer, Specialist Aaron Robinson. But there was evidence that he harassed another female soldier. Guillen's mutilated remains were found in June. Robinson fled the base and killed himself. The 20-year-old was allowed to keep his cell phone and read about Guillen's body being found, calling his girlfriend Cecily Aguilar, saying, baby, they found pieces. Natalie Kawam represents the family. We knew she was being sexually harassed. We knew that people were lying. We knew that she was falsely accounted for. We knew all this. Why it took so many months to come out with this, I don't know. This report was heavily redacted, even though the Army was promising transparency. I was on a call this afternoon with Army leaders. They were asked several times if they would release the name of Vanessa Guillen's harasser, and they refused to do so. They also couldn't say whether or not that person would face criminal charges in the future. Nora? All right, Maria Vidal, who has been reporting on this from the beginning. Thank you. Well, tonight we've learned that at least four American citizens were among the 45 killed in the stampede at a religious festival in Israel. Medical teams are still trying to identify some of the victims. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu visited the scene today. The ultra-Orthodox festival was jammed with tens of thousands of people after Israel lifted restrictions on large events. Well, there's breaking news tonight from Houston. Police have uncovered a possible human smuggling operation with a staggering number of adults crammed into one house. CBS's Omar Villafranca has late details. Today, a 911 call leads to a shocking discovery. Police found more than 90 migrants packed into a two-story home, part of a human smuggling ring. There's no children inside. Uh, Youngest is probably early 20s. And uh, as of right now, I think we have approximately five females and the rest are males. The migrants telling police they were hungry, while some were showing signs of COVID-19. We do have our health department in route. They will do some rapid testing for that, so we will keep them in the house for now. This stash house discovery is just one of several made in Texas this week. 
In a seven-hour period on Wednesday, Border Patrol agents in the Rio Grande Valley raided four human smuggling stash houses, finding 52 migrants, all in one county. Also on Thursday, agents in Edinburgh found a stash house with 27 people inside. But it's not just houses that are part of the smuggling ring. A few hours later, agents in the Rio Grande Valley found more than 20 migrants hiding in the back of an 18-wheeler. Omar Villafranca, CBS News. Well, today, President Biden took his infrastructure tour to Philadelphia, where he marked Amtrak's 50th anniversary. The president is calling for $80 billion for rail upgrades in his $2 trillion infrastructure bill. Today's visit also marked a homecoming. By his account, Mr. Biden has made 7,000 round trips between D.C. and Delaware in his career. We want to turn now to a mystery right here in the nation's capital. Law enforcement agencies are investigating two possible sonic attacks on government officials, leading to vertigo, pounding headaches and nausea. The CIA is now working to find out if possible attacks are being carried out by foreigners on U.S. soil. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. One of the alleged energy attacks occurred on the south side of the White House last November, sickening a White House aide. That followed a similar incident in 2019 in a Virginia suburb, reportedly injuring an administration aide walking her dog. Their conditions are not known, but the White House confirms that President Biden has been briefed on one of the incidents and senators are demanding answers. There are personnel who have been harmed who need to, we need to make sure get the care and benefits they need. It's critically important, and frankly, leaders are focused on this issue. Officials say it's too early to tell what happened. But the National Security Agency has described an energy attack in the past as a high-powered microwave system weapon that can bathe a target's living quarters in microwaves and kill an enemy over time and without leaving evidence. Energy attacks were suspected in Cuba and China several years ago as U.S. personnel reported symptoms of what was called Havana syndrome, ear-popping, pounding headaches, and nausea. The mysterious noise victims heard during the attack has been described as sounding like this. I woke up in the middle of the night. Catherine Werner worked for the Commerce Department in China and told 60 Minutes about being attacked. I could feel the sound in my head. Um, It was in... Intense pressure on both of my temples. At the same time, I heard this low humming sound, and it was oscillating. And I remember looking around for where this sound was coming from, because it was painful. And Jeff Begay joins us now. So who does the U.S. government think is responsible? Well, the Russians remain a primary suspect. But at the moment, U.S. officials are skeptical that Moscow would try to pull off an attack like this just steps away from the White House. Nora. We're going to continue to cover it. Jeff Begay's, thank you. To Afghanistan now and a horrific scene south of Kabul, where a suicide truck bomb killed at least 21 and wounded more than 90. Many of the victims were high school students. This comes just as the U.S. begins its final troop withdrawal, which has left many Afghans, especially women, fearing the worst. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in Afghanistan, and a warning, some of what you'll see is graphic. A woman is brutally punished by the Taliban, 40 lashes, accused of adultery. CBS News has verified the incident took place late last year in Herat province, an example of what's already happening in Taliban-controlled areas. Zarifa Ghaffari knows the Taliban's cruel methods all too well. 
Her father was gunned down outside his home in Kabul. I never kissed him. I never hugged him. It was so hard. At 27, she's the youngest mayor in Afghanistan and one of the only women to hold that position. She survived three assassination attempts. They started shooting my car from back this way, this way, this way, this way, and then from in front. They shoot, 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 shoot. Just 20 days later, they murdered my dad. In the absence of U.S. forces, the Taliban is poised to extend its reach across the country. For the past 20 years, Kabul has become a place where women can walk freely, where they're not forced to wear the burqa or be accompanied by a male relative. Those basic freedoms may soon be under threat once the United States withdraws. The U.S. has sought assurances that the Taliban won't reimpose strict Islamic law. They are not changed. Trusting them will be once again a big mistake. Tonight, Afghanistan is bracing for a backlash. President Biden may have extended that U.S. troop pullout to September 11th, but the Taliban has rejected that, warning there will be consequences. Nora? Charlie Daggett, thank you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Tonight, three police officers in Loveland, Colorado, have resigned after they were shown on body camera video shoving a 73-year-old woman with dementia to the ground and handcuffing her. Well, Karen Garner is suing, claiming the officers dislocated her shoulder and didn't get her medical treatment for hours. The officers were also caught on camera laughing about the incident. There's important news tonight for lovers of chicken wings and crispy chicken sandwiches. Fast food and restaurant chains, including KFC, Wingstop and Bojangles, say surging demand for chicken has led to a shortage in supply. Meat processing slowdowns caused by the pandemic are also to blame. And demand is expected to rise even more as restaurants fully open. Tell you what, that's going to have a lot of people in a foul mood. Maybe it's fate. But sometimes the right person comes into your life just when you need them the most. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road. According to her mother, Lacey, six-year-old Raylynn Nast of Fort Smith, Arkansas, has always been a daddy's girl. She was very proud of her dad. She always wanted to introduce her dad to just about anybody. Until a couple weeks ago when her father, Davey, died of colon cancer. He was just 41, and Ray Lynn was just devastated. It was a cry that was pure heartbreak. Enter Emily Bynaman, who happened to be jogging with her dog, Blue, the day of the visitation. She was running past the funeral home when all of a sudden she heard a tiny voice call out from the chapel steps. She was like, may I pet your puppy? And I was like, yeah, like, of course, like, as long as your parents don't mind. That's what you said to her? Yeah. Not knowing? Not knowing, yeah. Ray Lynn explained that her dad was lying inside, 
gave Blue a huge hug, and then gave Emily a stunning invitation. I asked her if she wanted to come in and see my dad. That's right. The still proud daughter invited that random jogger to meet her father. Emily was hardly dressed for a funeral, and she knew just walking in the door would cause a scene. But she also knew this was the last time that little girl would be able to introduce her daddy to anyone. So she followed her gut and followed Ray Lynn down the aisle. Everyone was kind of looking around like, where did she come from? And she came in right next to Ray, like they'd known each other for so long. There was that connection there. How could two people bond so quickly? She helped me feel better. Ray Lynn says it should be no mystery. By her kindness. Ray Lynn and Emily got together again this week and planned to stay friends forever. Sweet. Of course, no one will ever replace her dad. But Ray Lynn is clearly on the path to a better place. Yes. Thanks to the kindness of a stranger. Oh, those are good kisses. And the healing power of a warm puppy. Steve Hartman. On the road in Fort Smith, Arkansas. How one small gesture can change someone's life. Hope you'll join me Sunday on 60 Minutes for my interview with Secretary of State Antony Blinken on the growing threat from China. And if you can't watch the evening news live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Have a great weekend. Good night. And thank you to Susan Zarinsky. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.